Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you. Thank you, oh God. We thank you, thank oh God. Thank you, God. Thank you, 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 Lord. Thank you, thank you, God. Thank you, 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 that there shall be an answer, God. So we thank you. We thank you for the answers, God. We thank you for moving by your power. We thank you for giving your excellent grace and mercy. We thank you, God. Oh, God, for such a time as this, God. God, we need a Savior, God. We need, we implore you, God. We need you right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, thank you. Heaven and earth adore you, God. And we thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for the peace. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for your healing power, God. In the name of Jesus. In the matchless name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you, God, hallelujah, for the opportunity for praying, God. It is so important to use a designated time, whether it's day or night, whether in your car, to pray. You know, prayer is important. Prayer gives us answers. Prayer is a putting a petition um, before his people for you, for whatever you need from God, um, prayer can make you or break you. And it's not uh, not only the prayer, but the fact that we need to build a relationship in Christ. So, therefore, God gives us that prayer time to communicate with God. And it is so important. For us, um, like when we were little, our parents would always say, before you eat, you know, pray. Um, before you go to bed at night, pray. And it's an incre- incremental um, a part of our life. Um, like, like Daniel, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it is important to pray Sometimes you don't know whether God is answering us, but he said in his word, um, he will come down and to deliver 
in the book of Exodus. Um, he said, so when you call on me, he said, you, it shall be an answer, which means God will answer you, even though you might not feel like it. Not, sometimes you, sometimes people don't believe in that prayer works, but prayer works, um, in every situation. But in order to have a prayer life, you have to, uh, develop a communication. You need some quiet time every day just by yourself. Turn off your radio. Turn off your phone. Turn off everything. If it's um, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and you can't all do it overnight. Some people don't pray long. Some people don't have a prayer life. But we need that quiet time. We need that meditation time. That word meditation means to mutter, in other words, to say the same thing over and over and over again. He told us in Joshua, he said, meditate on these things day and night. So not just a day, but day and night. Um, and then we also have to have a prayerful spirit, you know, um, so you can watch what you say and how you say it and what you do. Because God holds us accountable for what we do and what we don't do. God holds us accountable um, how we treat people, what to say, what we do say to people. And yes, God does forgive us, but God expects a sand standard from us that are calling, are calling ourselves um, the people of God. Um, because when you make the same mistake. Even though the scripture does say, it says, how many times must I forgive? But that relationship with Christ will hold it down to a minimum um, as well. Because nobody's walking a perfect person. But he said to seek that which is after him, which is Christ. So it's important um, to have a prayer life um, and stuff like that. And for those who don't know Christ, it's important to, at some point when you choose to, because God does not beat us into subjection. God does not beat us to the point that we got to be saved. But he gives us an opportunity. It's, and to say whatever, um, what your desire is, if you have a desire to be saved. Um, but he wants us to have a relationship which means give your life to Christ and then develop a constant or prayer life so that you can touch, tap in the heart of God. And when you get that tapped into in the heart of God, then, then you will see the manifestation of answered prayers and, and things that we need in our life. Now, prayer does not say that you will get exactly what you want when you want it. Because he knows the hidden things of our heart. So we must be able to have a continuous um, prayer life. Um, and it makes it life a little easier. It doesn't make it always easy, but it'll make it a little easier because you have a God, you have a Savior that you can go to and tell him everything about your life. Um, 
and stuff like that. So um, we're going to talk a little bit today about um, Daniel. And Daniel, the Bible says that Daniel had an excellent spirit. He had a good spirit towards people. He was kind and he was gentle and he recognized who he was. Um, like this body, this body that we have, it's not invincible. We can't put everything in our body all the time that we want to or be, we'd be big as a house, uh, could move, couldn't think. Um, so we have to understand that our bodies in the natural have to be under subjection to the Holy Ghost. To not put anything that we know we don't need to put in in our bodies. Um, so is it same thing in the spirit, the inner man? You can't put everything in there and expect things to prosper and grow and be happy with anything you do, anything you say. Because we are, quote, supposed to be walking in the image of God. And this body is a physical body. But in the physical body, on the inside, is our spiritual body. And as well, the the, the physical body allows us to eat, to drink, to think, to pray, and all these things. So we're three parts in this one body. The inner man, the outer man, and the spiritual man. And in that spiritual man, that spiritual part of us, that's the part that we're supposed to be connected to God. Now, my question, the question is, well, can God... Um, even if I'm not saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, does God answer our prayer? Or even though we may not be filled and not have a relationship with Christ, does God still answer your prayer? Well, we go back to Jeremiah, first chapter, starting around the fifth verse, and he says, Jeremiah, he says, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb, and I have a plan for you. That means that he knew before we were created into our mother's womb, before we were formed, whether before we were born, we were in the bosom of God. And when we were in the bosom of God, God knew what we were going to need before we were born. Before we're born, he already knows um, when we're going to die. So God knows everything. The scripture says there's nothing hidden under the sun. So therefore, God knows everything about us. There's nothing hidden that we've ever done in our whole life that God does not know about. Now, some people will deny or or act like, but the fact that God knows everything. 
about us from the day. So God loves us, and prayer is important to us because of our relationship with Christ. Nowadays, unfortunately, a lot of churches don't even have prayer nights, okay? But it's important for relationship with Christ, okay, to have a prayer, and not a prayer, but a consistent prayer life with Christ. Because when you have that consistent prayer with life, there is like having a kinship and a friendship. It's almost like when Enoch, the Bible says that Enoch, Enoch walked with God. Now, it may seem impossible to us. Uh, even Moses was, was said that he had a, uh, he was a friend of God's. So I believe that there's nothing from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible that we cannot accomplish. That that means we must have a a uh, relationship with Christ in order to have a constant prayer. And then we also need to have a prayerful spirit when we do things. During the day, when we're at home by ourselves, it is when we build that relationship, then God can will reveal himself more to us. When we have that constant prayer life experience, we can sit and hear God will speak to us in our inner man and say, hey, let's go to chapter so-and-so. Uh, when we build that prayer life with God, it strengthens us. Um, there's times in our lives, myself, that I can just hear God calling me to pray. So we have to build that consummate prayer life with Christ so he can tap into us and tell us what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And when we can learn to move by his spirit, not by our spirit, but when we can begin to move by the spirit of God within us, okay, we can do great exploits. So it's important. The proper thing was even years ago. That's why I believe that the old, the older church had there was such a power. And I don't think at one point I said to myself, um, it, it was a greater power. But I think it's the same power. It may invest it in another way, perhaps. But the power of God is more important. That's why He said, um, even on the day of Pentecost when we were on one accord and one place. It talks about uh, the unity. He said, and suddenly there was a sound, a sound of heaven. So we need that sound. And we don't know whether or not um, they were praying at that time, but we know that God released his power on his church. This was the beginning of the established church, okay? Even though there was prayer, there was relationship, friendship, there was marriage, but the consummate power that God uh, spoke uh, on the, in the upper room at 120 or so people, he said, but that power, that same power we need. Well, that same power that we need to build a relationship with Christ. 
that power that we need to build a friendship with God. We need that same power. And we have to learn. Um, yes, Christ gave us a model prayer, you know. Our Father, thou art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. He gave, that's a model prayer. In other words, this is a way that you can go in as far as prayer. But there's a, there's a different kind of prayer that you tap into the heart of God. And saying, now, Lord, um, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this power. I thank you for the hour. I thank you that you know what I'm going to do before I do it. Um, um, because there's a designated time when you build a relationship with God. You know when it's time to pray. Nobody has to tell you when to pray, how to pray, what to pray for. But something in your spirit, man, is calling us to prayer. Okay. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they was talking about um, the scripture says um, that God is um, about the the government. We have to pray because the government is pray is on our shoulders. Yes, we must pray for the government. The government is on our shoulders, but we also need to pray for our family, our extended family, our church family, even people that you meet on the street. Because he gives us a way to be able to tap into people to lead them to Christ. Because the ultimate goal is that we lead people to Christ. Not to a church, but God is leading us to lead people to Christ. Now, then once you lead them to Christ, then you bring them to the church. Or even if you don't lead them to Christ, you offer to them Come, come and go to church with me. So, but we need that power. We can, we need that release from God. We need that we can get so tapped in to hear that God, you hear God and God hears you. And that cannot happen unless we build a relationship with Christ. Daniel was considered a, a man who, um, had a relationship with Christ. He built a friendship with Christ. And therefore, he was called a man of excellence. We must, as a people, a people walking in an excellence in prayer. They talk about an excellence in cars, and excellent in houses, and excellent in friendships. But the first thing we really need to have is a relationship with Christ. So that excellence will spill over in everything that we do. Okay. Prayer, prayer, prayer. I remember my grandma used to say, she says, much prayer, much power. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. Again, much prayer, much power. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. So we must develop a prayer life in Christ in order to move and grow in the things of God. Prayer is so important. Don't go to bed without praying. When you get up in the morning, pray. While you're driving in your car. I say, I've had some the most powerful prayer in my whole existence when I was in my car just driving. Because it was almost like God and me and me and God. 
So you have to find that place. That's another thing. You have to find that place where you can tap into God. Nobody's the same. Um, nobody's the same. And so you ask God, God, where is my designated place for prayer? Okay. Okay. Where is that designated place? Whether you're driving in your car, whether you're lying down on your on your floor and you're prostrate towards God, before God. Find that place that I can tap into God more than any other place. Some people go in their closets. Like, again, some people get in their cars. But we have to have a designated set time for him and him alone. Even if it's 10 minutes a day, even if it's just 15 minutes a day, find your place that you can tap into the Holy Spirit. Again, find a place. You know that place I better than I do. But find out where you need to be in that place where God can speak to me and I, and I can listen because it's important to hear the spiritual mind of God. You know, almost like a little kid. Or that commercial, he says, um, I think it's a spirit commercial. He says, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Well, find your place where you know that God communes with you more than any other place. Okay? And once you find that place, you petition God what what your needs are. And not so much about things, but a needs for your family, whether it's your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousins. Petition God. I love the one David says, he says, he says, Lord, he says, create in me a clean, clean heart and a right spirit. So he got to talk to God and said, God, am I, am my motives right? Create in me, God. If it's not, create in me. Maybe it's not there. Maybe I've lost it. Maybe I've made some mistakes so late. Maybe I hurt somebody's feeling. God, so create in me a clean heart. God, forgive me for those people that I might have offended, hurt, knowingly, unknowingly. So you're preparing yourself to get into the place of God. And when you do that, you're petitioning. You're saying, okay, God, I'm coming in there. I want to touch you. I want to talk to you. I want to speak, spend time with you. And if, if he does, sometimes sometimes we go in prayer and God doesn't say anything. But that doesn't mean that you don't move, that, that don't, you don't wait. See, that's why one of those scriptures says, he says, wait on the Lord. And I say, wait again. Well, we have to learn to wait on the Lord, even in prayer. Um, because it's so important that what we do is to tap into the mind and the spiritual will of God. I need to know him. I need him. David said that I need him even more than my necessary needs. There's a necess- it's a necessity to have a relationship 
Because, uh, for example, if I were to die right now, um, my husband can't come in and say, well, God, um, go ahead and take me, take me, and, and not her. We all have a set time. So we have that build that relationship. You can know scriptures and know not God. You can know the Bible from the from the Alpha to the Omega and every scripture between here and there and not know God. You can have a form and a fashion of God and not know God. And your and your key is is building a relationship. You don't have to have a formal prayer, Father. No. Find that space how you talk to God. Whether you're talking to him like a friend, you're talking to him as my, my as a father. But we have to find where we can connect spiritually with God. Almost like and that's when the children were in the desert. And God would say, "Okay, we're gonna. There's a. I'm gonna put a cloud up. Okay, uh, and then then the day or the nighttime, I'm gonna put a, uh, a pillar of fire, so that I know that you're leading me. So we have to find that place that we're gonna be. We know that we're led by the Spirit of God, for the Scripture says that those that are led." By the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. Okay. Again, those that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So we have to know that we have to be led by God. Even in prayer, we, not just even, as well, we need to know that we're led by God to pray. So, prayer is important. Prayer is powerful. Prayer changes things. Prayer can prevent things. Prayer, um, 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 in the Bible. Um, I know what traffic, but he came back and said, no, and you know what, I'll just go back and give him a couple more years to live. So, there are times we don't know the mind of God, but we do know that we need a fervent, fervent meaning I'm running after it. I'm chasing you, God. I'm chasing you in my prayer life. I chase you in my praise life, but now I need to learn to chase you in my prayer life. I need to call, the scripture says, call those things uh, uh, as not as though they were. I'm chasing you, God. Now, there are times that we can go into prayer, and it seems like everything is trying to block you, stop you. Uh, uh, you remember the stove's on, or you remember you've got to write a list for my grocery or my, my dry cleaners. Because the enemy's desire or desire is to stop you in prayer. Okay. He's, he's trying to want you to block so that you can't touch and tap into the mind of God. So we must have a 
fervent prayer, a a a a a a, a prayer that say, God, here I am. God, you're my glory cloud. God, you're my master leader, pastor leader, controller of the universe. God, that I serve you like nobody. I, so we got to have that ter- that personal thing with God. It's almost being like a uh, um, a prize fighter uh, that I'm going after you. I don't care what I have to do to knock him, knock you out and win the prize. The bottom line is I'm going after you, God. I'm going after you with all I got. I'm going after you because I need a word from the Lord. I'm going after you, God, because my children need to be saved. I'm going after you, God, because I need you more than necessary needs. I don't have to eat, but I need you. I don't have to drink, but I need you. I need you, God. Please help me. Don't leave me. Keep me. I said, because your word said, God, that you shall never, ever Leave me or forsake me. So, God, now I'm standing on your word. I'm going in and I'm not going out without an answer because I need you, God. So we need that kind of relationship. We need that kind of friendship that we have built in an ability to touch God. So we need We need God. We need that person, that thing that Jesus gives us. He, Jesus died on a cross that each of us can be saved. Now, he gave us the option whether we wanted to live for him or not. He could have easily said, oh, they're all gone. I could just make a whole new, whole new bunch. But he loves us enough. To give us these decisions. And one of the decisions that once you've given your life to Christ is to build a fervent, disciplined prayer life with God. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. When we pray, when, when we pray, God releases things from the spiritual realm to the natural realm. When we pray, the Bible says there shall be an answer. He said it may be. He said it must shall be an answer. When we pray, God changes things around us. When we pray, God moves in a way that we cannot think, even imagine. When we pray, we can pull down strongholds. We can change things, okay? We come against every spirit that has blocked us, stopped us, tried to hinder us. When we pray and we get into the spirit realm and to the mind of God, we can do anything for the Bible says in the book of Luke, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Well, we must have that mindset when it comes to prayer. Our forefathers, some of us may not have been saved, 
But years ago, almost all of us, our grandparents taught us how to pray. Our great-grandparents believed in the Lord. And I believe sometimes I think we're all living off of us, off of us some kind of way. Somebody prayed for us. In fact, there was a song years ago, somebody prayed for us, kept us on our mind. So we must continue and walk in that atmosphere of prayer that nothing shall block us, nothing shall hinder us, nothing will stop us in the will of God. Because when we pray, the scripture says this, it says, for when Zion prays, he brings forth. Zion represents the church, not a building, but Zion. He prays. When Zion prays, he brings forth. When Zion, the church prays, he brings forth. For one Zion. And that's what we've got to have, be able to do in prayer. To call those things forth that are not as they were. Speak life into our children from the spiritual to the natural. Speak things that we need from God. And it's not about, about give me, give me, give me, Lord. But thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I praise you, praise you, Lord. Because, Lord, we don't want to go, again, to God with prayers that are things about, just all about things and stuff. Because you can have a million dollars and still die printless and never walk, get into the kingdom. So it's, it's, it's almost like God is like me and you and you and me. So building a fervent, a prayer of tenacity, a prayer in which I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm not stopping. I'm, I'm not, I'm gonna pray for this thing till it has manifested itself on the earth. And that's what happens. We pray in the heavenlies, God release it on the earth. For example, when he says, talks about, um, Ezekiel, not Ezekiel, but he talks about Habakkuk. He told Habakkuk, he said, um, he said, write these things down, and those that see it can run with it. So is it in prayer. Prayer is, I pray, I petition God. Then I thank God. And then it comes at God's appointed time. Okay. There's God's permissive will. Okay. And there's a will that God wants for you to have. In his will. In his timing. So we've got to say, God, I need that fervent prayer. God, put a fire under me. God, God, I know I've been slacking my prayers. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm slacking a lot of things I've done. And 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 forgive me, God, but God, light a fire under me. 
put a match under me. So my prayer will be a light up to you that saying I'm 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 taking a my scent, my anointing, my scent that's coming up to you, God, because I want you to know, I want you to be proud of who I am and whose you are in me. And you want to pray so that when you pray, that you open your mouth and they know you've been with God. And that's what fervent prayer does. That's what disciplined prayer is. That's what constant prayer does because it's an innate ability to tap into God through his prayer. God moves by his power. And we praise him. We petition him. And we thank him. And we all, but we have to learn to stay, get on your knees. I don't care whether it's on your knees or on your floor again or in your car or in your closet. Um, um, set your little place where this, I'm going in. I'm not answering my phone or the don't, don't, don't tap, don't tap on my door. I need my time with God. Then he'll release things to us, whether it's dreams or visions or, uh, uh, he'll give you, maybe he'll give you one of your own business or whatever God is, is want for your life. See, a lot of times we want things, but it's not what God wants for us. So we have to pray again that God give me what is your will for my life. Know what I want, what I think I should have, or what somebody told me about. But God, I need to be in a position that I can go after the things that you have ordained me to do. Whatever you have ordained me to go, wherever you have ordained me to live, who you have ordained me to marry, God, teach me, help me to go in that space and in that place that it's just between me and you and God and you. Take all the music. If it's a musical way, you got to or put some music in there that's going to keep you nice and, and meditative, whatever, whatever method that you can get into God because there's nothing and more important than our relationships with God. And again, that's why people can go to church for years and years and go to church and know the all right words and know how everything goes but have no relationship because it has become a ritual. It's something that I do once a week or it's something I do twice a week. And or um, but it's still not relationship um, with God. Um, so prayer is important. Prayer, prayer is valuable to us, to our inner man. When you've been out all day long and you've been around people that are non-believers now, um, when you get home, you wonder why sometimes you get home and you're so tired. You're so tired because I've dealt with devils and folks that are cussing and screaming and acting crazy all day long because I've dealt with the world all day long. So I've got to have my quiet time. I've got to have my peace time. I've got to have my 
space to say, God, I love you. God, I need you. Thank you for giving me all day long. And, yes, you can be anointed, but you still need to have that time with God because at times even people will not know what's best for them. Because even Ezekiel, it said in the book of Ezekiel, and and God was talking to Ezekiel and asked him something. And Ezekiel answered, he said, he said, Lord, I don't know. He said, but you know. This is one of the prophets in the Old Testament. He said, but he said, he said, God, you know, I don't know. He's a prophet of God. He's speaking words from the Lord. But at this point in the 37th chapter, he's, he's speaking to him. And he's, God, I don't know. You know. So we need that consistent prayer life. We need that persistent time to talk to God. And we need that persistent time when we just lay there. We have that persistent time that even when you pray, get your little book and put by your bed so when you pray and God gives you something or an answer, just write it down. Write it down. Because between the getting off the floor and writing in a book, the enemy can snatch the idea. The enemy will snatch your dreams. The enemy will snatch your thoughts that quick because the enemy doesn't want us to prosper anyway, anyhow, no day, no time, and he was snatched. He snatches any little thing away. So keep things things by your bed or where you pray. You want a little book? Um, if you need to put in your pocketbook or your wallet or whatever, and you take need another little book, when you go into prayer, God might give you something. He might give you a thought. He might give you a, a witty invention um, uh, for your blessings. You don't know what God's doing. But I do know whatever thing, it says every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Sometimes it's audible. Sometimes it's quiet. But we have to know and seek God's face for a relationship. It's almost having uh, people that are spending a lot of time together. They're not married. They're just girlfriend and boyfriend. But then you have the two people that are married and that are committed. And then you have two people that are married and they're not committed to each other or the marriage. You know, so our relationship with Christ, the Almighty God, is so important to tap into the mind of God for prayer, supplication, and give thanks. So when you pray, you're going to go praise Him, thank Him, supplication, thanking God, begging for God. Yes. And there are times when we cannot, we feel as if we cannot pray. But I'm going to take you to that scripture that says, it says, there are times in our life, God, that we, sometimes we have to tie ourselves to the altar. Some, because you don't want to pray. You can't pray. 
Okay? So that's the scripture says it says it says, Lord, tie us to the horns of the altar. And the reason for the horn to be tied to the altar, because sometimes you can't pray. Sometimes the hardest thing you can do is to pray. Okay? Sometimes everything in your life is coming where you can't pray. And those are times when you spiritually have to tie yourself to the altar. When you can't pray, open your Bible and begin to quote your scriptures. Read your Bible. That's one thing I learned from my former pastor years ago. Her name was Pastor Katrine Forbes. And she said, pray your word. When the enemy comes and you can't pray, open your Bible and pray your word out loud. Why? Because you're stirring up the atmosphere. You're stirring up the mentality that I'm giving to God. I'm getting to God some kind of way till I get there. I'm stirring up the atmosphere and I'm speaking to it. I speak to the atmosphere. If God Elohim said, spoke to himself and he spoke the world into existence, that lets you know the power of speaking and praying to God. And there are times when we can, we have to speak just out loud because we cannot get into that prayer mode. Because the enemy, like I say, he will come in and stop you and block you and tell you, I got it. I left the pot on the stove. I got to go to the store. I got all these things. But you have to learn to say, nope, I'm going into prayer. I'm, it's almost like I'm going into battle and I'm coming out without a vic- with a victory. I'm going to battle and I'm not giving up now. I'm going into battle that it's just me and you and you and me, God. And before you know it, you find yourself in that heavenly language. Before you know it, you have tapped into the mind of God. Before you know it, you've gone on with God. And there's a good conversation in the spirit realm because you have made up your mind that nothing shall block you, hinder you, stop you. Because the fiery darts of the wicked, those wicked, those wicked sinners of our lives are there, uh, they're, they're out to stop you to tapping into the mind of God. And the fiery darts are different levels of demonic forces that are around you to stop you to tapping in to the mind and the spirit realm of God. Again, it is so important to develop a consistent, fervent prayer life. Look up those words. Fervent. Running. Somebody wrote this book one day. I'm running after you, God. So he wants us to run after him, find him, seek him, look for him. So we need that fervent life, a fervent prayer, uh, not give up uh, mentality or, um, or well, I, I, I said all I had to say, God, so bless me, good night. No, fervent prayer, because we don't know what tomorrow will bring. You could be praying our last prayer, 
we could be praying our last day on earth. We could be praying, and we don't know. So that's why we've got to be fervent, fervent, fervent. Pray, 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 pray. Fervent prayer of the righteous man, a man that's walking in the image of God, the, the, the fervent, righteous man that's upright before God. So we need to stay in that space and that spiritual place with God. And when you do that, then you start finding it easier to pray, pray because it's, it's not going to be easy. And there are times when you can't pray. But if you continue to pray, push yourself. Push beyond the break. Push beyond how I feel. Then you will step over into the realm of the Spirit. But if you give up because you're tired, you're frustrated, you're aggravated, how can you tap into the mind of God? He says in his word, he says, for when my people, my ecclesia, for when my people, in particular, he's not saying to the unchurched. He's talking about, he says, for when my people who are called by my name and humble themselves. Check your humbleness. Check it at the door. And turn from your wicked ways. So does that mean some of the saints might have some evil ways? Well, if he didn't, if he said it, then he meant it. He says, says my evil ways. And what? Seek your face. So we have to learn to seek his face in God. Seek his face in God. When I'm petitioning God, if I'm before him, if I'm laying before him, I've got to seek his face. Seek Jesus' face. Seek Jehovah Gibor's face. And turn. Man, don't do the same thing again. Don't get, don't, don't do the same. Turn. Mm-hmm. Like a spinning top. Turn from your wicked ways. He said then. He said then. Then you can hear from heaven. Then we can heal our land. And that's what his words say. So, yes, we have to talk to God about us. First, cleanse me, wash me, hold me, keep me. Keep me under subjection of the Holy Spirit. Because prayer is important. Prayer sustains you. Prayer keeps you from saying what you want to say. Prayer or move in such a way that you know it's God. Prayer will allow you to open your mouth and 
people will feel the fire of God in you. Prayer moves mountains because the attitude of prayer is the only way we can grow in him. So now, um, is anything, anybody want to say anything or we have a prayer request um, um, before um, we go on? Uh, it was a a very okay. um, powerful word, uh, a great testimony and devotion. Um, and just pray for um, those people who are in need. And for those people, um, as I believe you said, something similar to, um, well, not closely, but those people who may be in churches that yeah. are not allowing people to seek a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, um, Jesus Christ, and for those pastors who have secret agendas, um, I hope that um, we will pray um, or keep them in prayer because they may be under um, some kind of um, demonic spell um, that some of these pastors, um, ministers, or um, uh, wannabes or these um, junk food um, bishops who are out there um, governing themselves over these people and draining their spirit and not um, worrying about the spirit man, but more so about the physical, the financial, the uh, material thing. So it was a great word, and I receive it. And hopefully that we can keep in mind of those people who may feel like they're trapped and that God does not love them um, based on what is going on in the world today. Um, so I always tell people that God always loves you and always therefore you have your own personal relationship. He's your man and can't nobody tell you about your man. I might tell you about your own Amen. personal relationship Amen. with your Savior. Amen. You, you got you feel me? <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, Amen. Yeah, I so, got so He's married to the backslider, so don't let nobody yes. tell you nothing about your husband. Yes. He's yes. married to yes. the backslider. I always tell him. Right. Nobody tell you about your personal, personal Savior. When it's personal, it's personal. Yes. All right. Yes. If it was, you know, Corporate and they be corporate. You got corporate prayer. You got personal prayer. It's personal. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. about I'm having a moment. This is a moment right now. I'm having a moment, mm-hmm. and my moment yeah. has to do with you know engaging the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I say sometimes yeah. you can be at the gym. Well, I say mm-hmm. oh I'm having a moment. Let me go into this. Let me go into this stall and just have a little moment right here. Oh I'm I'm in the car. I'm having a moment. Oh, don't don't call Jay because Jay gonna have a moment. I say no. I'm, I'm, I have a, I have a silent moment. I ain't gonna sh- shout and scream and holler. I'm just gonna have a moment. I'm gonna stand in the corner, and just read and, and just give him some praise. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it, it happens. You can't help it when it when it fall on you. It just fall on you. Yes. 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 My so, God. So I just want to say that I appreciate your word and I received it. I'm I'm, I'm finished. Well, it's uh, it's awesome. I'm glad that you um you you called in and um. 
Um, I just think that we we're at a moment in our history in this nation. We're at a moment in our lives. We have a moment with our children. We have a moment right now. Um, I was searching the the when I see these things on TV, and I watch um, uh, different countries. And when I discovered the other day that um, a couple of those countries have made different names, but those countries are against the United States, and that we know that we're we all can see these end time prophecies. You know, just just turning the news on, you can go go you know to run the revival. You can just see. Um, I think it's Iran. Iran is Persia in the Old Testament. Um, and you just see all these things coming to pass. And if this has not been a time that we are not um, need to be pray, uh, prayerful and build a relationship with Christ, I don't know when it's going to be. And then we need to encourage Amen. people, you know, that God loves us and God loves anybody and everybody. He doesn't. He loves all of us. He may not like the things that we do. Uh, you know, and certain things. Um, some people have addictions and habits, but he still loves us. You know, and then we have troops in arms way, young kids, young black kids, white kids, whatever. So we just have to have a prayerful time. Um, I had this book talks about praying for nations and then praying for families and praying for, you know, extended family and prayer time just for going and praying for your churches, for your leaders, you know what I'm saying? Um, because all are subject to falling short. All of us have issues. Um, there's, n- there's nothing perfect person on this earth, but there's not an excuse. It says uh, to seek after that which is perfect, which is Christ, you know. So um, I-, I thank God for that. And uh, I'm excited about what God's getting ready to do um, on our prayer line. And um, he's going to move by his power for us. And um, and uh, we just thank him. I appreciate that you would um, even say anything. So that's a blessing um, to me as well, sir. Amen. 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 So we're going to close out just by let's having a little prayer as well. And... Um, and if anybody else on the line that wants to speak before we go into prayer. You know, I wanted to talk about prayer because a lot of times people really don't know about prayer. They don't understand it. They don't, you know, you really, when I, in other words, if I'm going to buy a car, I'm going to go out and get a, I'm in a book and get that car and find out what the gas mileage is on it and, you know, say what the maintenance on it and, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's even about prayer. We really need to go and don't go and think about what other somebody else does. What what I might like Toyota and you might like Nissan, but they're both cars. So what are you have to find out where you want to be? You know what I'm saying? How where, where's your best prayer? What's your best moments that you're comfortable? Just let your hair down. You you know God. You know you know me. You know what I did. I'm so to say. Find your spot. For you, and when you find that spot, uh, mark it off. And like I said, put your piece of paper there. So come out of prayers. God sometimes give us little visions or little things that we can do, uh, create businesses, um, you know, all kinds of things. But if we don't set no time aside 
how can he speak to us, you know? And that's that's part. And it's prayer has nothing to do with the church. You can have a church, go to any church, but we still uh, must have a prayer life. And the sad part is a lot of churches don't even have prayer lives and prayer nights anymore. You know, when I was grown, grown up, we had a church night that we just went to church for prayer. If, even if it's an hour, we got there and we had prayer, you know. Um, we had knockdown prayer. And then when um, maybe every couple of months we'd have an all-night prayer, you know, we'd shut in at maybe 6 in the evening and come at 6 in the morning, maybe on Friday or, or be there for Sunday morning. So we have to go back to the basics um, because short God is just, this is just a short time. And we really have to um, guard our hearts and what we say and what we do because nothing's hidden from under the sun. Nothing, you know. And the best way to do is to say, Lord, forgive me, you know, and just move on. Um, and sometimes people act like um, God's not real. But God's real. God, God has, is a real entity, and he created the whole earth, um, like I said. And you can have um, know the Bible from A to, to from the beginning to the ending. We call Paul, Paul the apostle that wrote a third of the New Testament. He said himself, he says, I can preach and preach and preach, and still yet I can be loved. In other words, I can lead people to Christ again and again and again and get a big church, but I can still be lost. And we don't want to be that that kind of way. We want to be able to know um, that we have a relationship with Christ. It's like I don't want to. I don't want to be. Um, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be with. Um, you you want to be a girl. You have a girlfriend, or you or or you want to be a wife. Now, you might be a girlfriend for a little bit, but you ain't going to spend the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Amen. You're saying, and not marry me. <laughs> Amen. You know, and that's the way it's in the spirit realm. You can't, you can't play with God. You want to be saved when you want to be, and when you in another place, you want to be something. You know what I'm saying? So I, yes, I'm, I'm learning that, and I'm growing in that. But um, like I said, we just... Thank God for you just being on the line, um, and that you encouraged me tonight as well, sir. You know. Amen. I'm I'm okay. glad. Okay. All right, we're gonna come pray. We're gonna pray and close up. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for holding us in the hot palm of your hand. We thank you for God for teaching us and developing us to have a stronger walk with you, God. We thank you, God, for holding us in quiet place, in a secret place. For your word says in Surah, your word says in Psalms 91 that he that dwelleth, that means, God, you live in me, he that dwelleth in a secret place of the Most High God, so I thank you, God, that you've allowed us to get in that secret place that we can talk to you and you can talk to us. God, we thank you that when we leave this mortal body and we can step into immortality, there's a place we can see. 
and be with you. We thank you, God, to wash us, cleanse us, protect us, lead us, and guide us. We thank you for the supernatural ability to protect us, God. We thank you and we speak our Michael, our warring angel, for us. Go before us, protect us, guide us, lead us. We speak afar off that our children and our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, God, they shall be doctors and teachers and leaders and, and everything, God, but most of all, know their God. And we thank you, God. And Jesus, we praise you, God. We thank you, God. Oh, God, did you love us anyhow, anyway. And we thank you, God. God, open doors for us. God, give us a way that we can witness to somebody tomorrow. Give us give us something that can makes a difference in somebody's lives. God, we bombard heaven on your behalf. God, we thank you now for our Hamakurabasa. God, your people in the military, protect them now. In the name of Jesus, we thank you now for this nation. And God, you know, God, you know all about it. There's nothing hidden under the sun. But I ask you, God, I know, get your word, says God, in the Old Testament, when whenever Israel falls short or got in trouble, God, after a while, God, you came and you redeemed them. But now Jesus is alive in us, in our hearts, our minds, our spirits. Protect us and lead us and guide us. God, I thank you for the young man on the call tonight in the name of Jesus. I speak, God, hallelujah, that he's going to have a great day tomorrow. I speak, God, hallelujah, that you will give him favor. I speak, God, hallelujah, God, that raise, God, the raise, God, you're trying, that the enemy is trying to stop him and block him, but I speak it now, favor, 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 supernatural favor, God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, oh, God, I thank you that his heart, hallelujah, is turning towards you, God, like never before. In Jesus' mighty, illustrious name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, be peace. I thank you for amen. being a part of this. Um, and everybody else, uh, next time, if you have somebody you want to put on, we'll put under your prayer list. I have a, I, I have a pillow when I put names in my pillow it you know inside the pillowcase and so that I pray that's my little thing to I do <laughs> God told me to do so um but thank you God for thank you for being a part of this. Um is there anybody else on the line that wants to say anything? Hello? Yeah. We have um Pastor Yvonne Jackson. Yeah, Pastor Hello? Yvonne Jackson. Okay, Miss Jackson. I apologize. I got on late, but no, ma'am, I don't have anything to say. Thank you. Okay. So did you enjoy mm-hmm. it? 
um, in the kingdom. So for those who are um, having prayer requests, just like uh, Prophet Blank says, um, send that prayer request. Um, you can actually text it actually to our line, which is the 636 area code 422-0344. 1-636-422-0344. You send it to that, that line through the uh, podcast, and uh, we'll definitely um, turn it over to Prophet Lane. And every one of us, um, definitely, um, that is part of the uh, podcast team. We will pray over it, pray and intercede with you all on your behalf. All right, on tonight, we thank you once again for tuning in tonight. May the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest with the by and his kingdom forevermore. This has uh, been tonight, on tonight, uh, the mantle of prayer, which is spiritual and innovative property to spend alone. And I am the anointed podcast host, Apostle Dr. E. L. Robinson. So we thank God on tonight. And gosh, God bless you. And have a blessed night, everybody. And take care. Good night, y'all. Good night. Good night, y'all. Thank you.